Hello and welcome to The Dirt, a bite-sized loam podcast where we answer some of the burning questions that we get on a daily basis from grain growers about how to improve soil health and why soil carbon is such an important part of your soil. I'm Dan Reid, Grower Comms and Extension Manager at Loam. I'm from a grain and sheep farm just outside of Tamora in the Riverina, New South Wales. The purpose of this podcast is to answer the common questions that we get when we talk to farmers. As always, Loam recommends you getting advice from your own agronomists and financial advisors. Please give us a follow on socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn and send any questions through and we'll do our best to answer them in the next show. All podcasts bang on about subscribing to us, so please give us a review. It helps to spread the podcast out to other farmers and if you like what you hear, please share it with your network. Today I'm having a chat with Guy Webb, one of the co-founders of Loam Bio, an agronomist who is passionate about soil health. In this introductory episode, Guy and I discuss the following four questions. What Loam does, why the company was started, who the founders are that came together to form Loam, and how Loam can help farmers build soil carbon and be paid for it. I can't think of a better person to have a chat with. How are you, Webb? Good, Reedy. Good to chat to you, mate. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Keeping on. I just wanted to talk about the who, what, why, and how of Loam. So... We might just kick it off with what is Loam? What does the company do and, and why was it started? Yeah, Dan, um, it's a it's been a, a long and uh, partially gruelling journey to get to uh, something that is uh, what we see as Loam Bio today. But um, initially, the whole idea of Loam Bio came out of conversations with uh, with my grower base, working as an agronomist in Central West New South Wales, a um, bunch of growers that were really keen on working on their soil health. And we quickly realised that soil carbon is the central metric of success for soil health. So if we could increase soil carbon, then we'd be doing something right and that should precipitate out into better crops and um, lower cost of production and, and more resilient growing systems. At the same time, we were, as a bunch of growers and agronomists, we were looking at the impact of of climate change on uh, not just Australian agriculture but global agriculture and quickly did the back of the envelope numbers that if you could draw down enough carbon per hectare of, of cropping land across a wide geographical area around the world, you very quickly get into gigaton carbon sequestration numbers. So looking at how do we do that? How do you, and so a big part of my career has been around how do we build carbon in particularly annually cropped farming systems, annualised systems. And there was actually quite a frustrating journey to be quite honest, because it's bloody hard to build carbon in an annual cropping system. And I think that, you know, the whole cropping world knows this. We've been declining in soil carbon, you know, up to 60% plus uh, since industrial lag began. And that primary resource that we have in the soil called soil carbon is so important around nutrient hold capacity and water dynamics that as an agronomist, I'd sort of open up toolbox to solve agronomic problems and there wasn't a tool in the toolbox for soil carbon. We tried all sorts of different things, but really very hard to move that metric. And we stumbled across uh, some research out of Sydney Uni that was looking at a fungus that could be inoculated onto a plant. In this case, the original research was on Denmark subclover and the research showed a really dramatic increase and, and, and rapid increase in stable soil carbon. And that was really the aha moment for Lone Bio, I guess. We recognised here's a way that could it be as easy as a farmer inoculating a seed with a particular isolate of, of a particular fungi that is very good at doing that one job of sequestering carbon and you just your whole cropping program stays the same. You just collate very much the same way as we do with rhizobium onto the seed and orchestrate carbon drawdown event and increase yourself at the same time. And so we spent a lot of time uh, looking for people to help us 
do the research on it and get it to a scalable fashion. And we very quickly built an, an aspirational and audacious goal of of orchestrating the largest carbon drawdown event in human history that we, we settled on. That's what we're up to over a few beers yep. in, in the early days. <laughs> and that really hasn't changed. Uh, that has become what our loan buyers sort of mandate is to let's uh, let's pull down a whole heap of carbon out of the air where there's too much. It's uh, heating up the planet and put it somewhere useful. Well, that's the soil. You know, we wanted all, as much of that, that resource back in our soils. So you're a co-founder. Who, who else was involved from the start in, in helping to co-found? So originally it was a couple of farmers, Mick Wettenhall and, and Mark Shortis and myself got together. We'd seen this research out of Sydney Uni. We went out and started talking to people and one of my consulting clients, the Knox family at Bogan Gate here in central New South Wales, which of which I'm uh, on the farm here today. There, uh, Tegan Knock, who was part of the family farming business, was also uh, working for GRDC. We uh, got our heads together. She could see what I was trying to do. And uh, her partner, uh, Frank Ollie, was very good at making documentaries. So he came on board and we put a documentary together. And around about that time, we're out looking for, for finance. Uh, we went into a chap called Guy Hudson, who is just brilliant in the field of uh, orchestrating um, finance into startup ideas. Guy Hudson became so basically seduced, I suppose, by the idea of what we're talking about. And the, um, he'd come out of the climate space and could see we had a tiger by the tail. Basically, we had an idea that actually could be a global solution for soil health, soil carbon, and also a climate mitigation tool at scale. So those five people worked uh, day and night, topped and tailed days. We all had day jobs and worked very hard to establish what now has become Loan Bio, which is from those very early humble beginnings, grown into an organisation of, of lost count, to be honest, but there's over 70 people uh, working for Loam across three countries. So we're in Australia, we're in the US, in Canada, and hope to expand into other countries uh, next year. Research going on in both hemispheres, and we're a very sciencey based organisation. We're, we're an organisation of, of soil science geeks, if you like, on various levels, and funded by some really climate-motivated funding people, uh, individuals and and institutional agencies as well. So it's a very strong uh, setup to take a, a technology to the globe that we hope that will uh, seriously have a big impact on on world agriculture. So that that probably rolls into my next question, actually, Webby, which is is the how? How is Loam going to deliver this, and what can it what can it do for? For growers in, here in Australia and around the world. No, that's a it's a good question, and it's a the question that we ask ourselves every day. The way it's got to happen, I guess, so we have this old saying that to adopt any agri any technology into agriculture and to get something to happen out in the paddock, it's got to pass through the gateway of the farmer's checkbook. So the farmer's actually got to write the check out for it, and to do that, there's got to be something in it for the farmer. It's got to be a, an economic signal and a practical signal that gives the farming enterprise a, a boost. So we always look looking through the lens of how can we get a technology to the paddock that increases carbon, but also how do we do that in a way that's easily adoptable and economical? So they're the two parameters. We've really got to tick those two boxes. And because we're a farmer-based, agronomist-based organisation, we're very much grassroots Base. Our optics, if you like, is through the eyes of the farmer. What's what's going on there that allows that smooth transition of a technology at scale, at speed? And we spend a lot of time doing that. So the nuts and bolts of the technology that we're developing is a, a specialised fungus. That fungus lives in Harmony plant and takes some of the carbohydrate flow that the plant
plants making through photosynthesis and turns it into a stable or what they call recalcitrant carbon that's in the soil for hundreds to up to thousands of years. And then we take it one step further that you want to be able to make money out of that carbon that you've actually stored. There's an international market that's a huge appetite for technologies that store carbon. So farmers may as well participate in, in the, the money part of that uh, operation. So not only are we increasing soil health and making more resilient crops by uh, stabilising carbon in the soil, but we can actually measure that baseline, your, your carbon in your soil, use the inoculum and then remeasure and the bit in between that you've, you've increased in your carbon, you can actually put on the world market as a, as a carbon credit. We use the Australian method, the ACU, Australian Carbon Credit Unit, becomes um, a really exciting thing for farmers to look at. Well, thanks for that, Webby. Great to chat today, and I look forward to a few more chats about soil health. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you found it useful, please send it on to a friend. Hit the subscribe button. Follow Loam on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and have a great day. Thanks for listening.